0: let's pray. Dear, Fatherly, uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful day. Um, please come and join us as we read and help us to learn something. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, easier to make a mistake than to correct it. Marriages that are impulsive and selfishly planned generally do not result well, but often turn out miserable failures. Both parties find themselves deceived, and gladly would they undo that which they have done under an infatuation. It is easier, far easier, to make a mistake in this matter than to, than to correct the error after it is made.
1: Better to break unwise engagements. Even if an engagement has been entered into without a full understanding of the character of the one with whom you intend to unite, do not think that the engagement makes it a positive necessity for you to take upon yourself the marriage vow and you link yourself for a life to one whom you cannot love and respect. Be very careful how you enter in conditional engagements, but better, far better break the engagement before marriage than to separate afterward as many do. You may say, but I have given my promise, and shall I now retract it? I answer, if you have made a promise contrary to the scriptures, by all means retract it without delay, and in humility before God, repent of the infatuation that led you to make so rash a pledge. Far better take back such a promise in the fear of God, than keep it, and thereby dishonoring your Maker.
0: Let every step toward a marriage alliance be characterized by modesty, simplicity, sincerity, and an earnest purpose to please and honor God. Marriage affects the afterlife, both in the world, in this world, and in the world to come. A sincere Christian will make no plans that God cannot approve.
1: Mm. So this is the um, end of this chapter here, this choosing the, whatever I think, choosing the spouse, or whatever the name of this chapter is. Um, Choosing the life partner, but um, we are wanting to, I think we're going to continue reading from here, but we're going to at some point, um, we're going to get together with uh, my folks and my dad has an amazing um, analogy where he's using the 10 commandments as um, principles to finding a spouse and partner Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so we're going to get with him and record that sometime uh, sometime yeah here in the near future yeah but you know it's it's interesting that ellen white puts this last this last part at the end of this particular section because she's saying look okay you've you've made you, you she's saying okay here's what you need to do this is what you need to look for um this is the type of person that that a man needs to look for this is the type of person a woman needs to look for and then she says look i understand that you may have already made that promise of engagement but that doesn't mean that because you've made that promise of engagement you have started to realize well i kind of messed up i didn't look i didn't start this with god on on my, you know beside me um and she says there's nothing wrong with breaking off that engagement. Yeah. So many people have ha, say basically think well because I've already made the promise of engagement, I'm I've got to stick with it. Yeah. Um and so they just continue blindly walking towards the altar and it does far more damage to you as a person as well as to the people around you especially if kids get involved yeah um to do, to, to to have a to have a divorce than to simply break off an engagement
0: absolutely um
1: and so that's why this whole thing the whole marriage partner looking has to be done with god by your side because for one if you don't have that connection with god from the beginning he's not going to guide you. He's not going to point out the person that he wants you to be with. Um and then w- once he has, if you don't have that connection, then you get together with somebody you don't have that guidance that he gives you and he you don't have that special connection that God gives every couple mm-hmm. when each per- part when each party in that that partnership spends time with God and has a personal relationship with God, God is the glue that can keep them together. Mm -hmm. Um, You were saying something earlier about some of your, uh, coworkers.
0: Oh yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of people I work with know I'm engaged and a lot of people have asked. So like, when's the wedding, all those typical questions. But one question I keep hearing is, oh, are you guys, uh, cohabitating yet
1: living together basically yeah
0: that was the last thing someone said are you cohabitating (laughs) and i said no we're we're uh we're trying to be good christians
1: and we've succeeded
0: yeah (laughs) but um and the first thing he said to me after i said that we're not and we're not going to was oh well you really should live together so you can really get to know who this person is yeah. and i don't the type of relationship that Charles and i have i feel like we don't we don't need to actually be living together because like we see each other a couple nights a week and um sabbath and sunday he comes over super early in the morning and goes home late and it's practically like he is living at my house
1: yeah (laughs) but i think i think the thing though is is that's different between our relationship (laughs) and 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 your standard relationship Mm -hmm. if i can use that term is that your regular relationships they go to the to the sexual part really quickly within two to three weeks um there's a, a young girl at my at my work and, and she's known this guy for about two weeks. And her and her, her and him went off to Vegas the other week, you know? And um and so the thing is is that when you've had that when you've gone into the sexual part of it, there's that connection of the sexual intimacy. And so
0: All it, the other types of intimacy and getting to know each other.
1: Right. Go out the window.
0: Yeah, and it's we've gone to we've gone to the fun part what's the point in getting to actually know each other right
1: and so then if you are going to end up actually getting engaged and you are going then yeah you're going to want to spend some time together living together so that you start learning some of the little character traits now obviously because we don't live together you don't fully understand all of the little itty bitty things that you know how i use my toothpaste or how I leave the bathroom all the time or Mm -hmm. these different things like that. But the, those are, those are small things. Yeah. And because of the fact we work to get, we've worked together so many times on, on your car, on my truck, um, yard projects, projects, stuff at the church. Yeah. uh, Even now, even the devotional, Mm -hmm. um, we've spent so much intimate time together.
0: Yeah. Talking and working together and seeing how we fit together in all sorts of types of partnerships
1: and that's the thing is is that that's the way god intended it god's not going to say well i don't want you guys to live together um so but i want you to just you know get married blindly basically
0: yeah
1: um god has a way that he wants us to to do things and it's always going to work out for the best
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that's if we if we follow what he wants, and we have that personal relationship with him. That's what is so important about. I wish that I wish that every young person that I ever talk to, that I see getting <laughs> into relationships, I wish I could just tell them, "Hey, look, you need to get a relationship with God first. Yeah. You've got to have that personal relationship with God because that's what's going to save your marriage, no matter what." Yeah. Well, one of the things it can. <laughs>
0: I really wish I had read this book before, like years ago, because I probably would would have uh, not made so many stupid mistakes in my past.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's the the thing with a lot of people. I think would say the same thing. Yeah. But because those mistakes have been made, God, God, we are the people we are.
0: Yeah, I've been shaped differently, but
1: yeah. So let's um, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to study your word and to learn the principles that you have laid out for a happy Adventist home. And as we continue to read, I ask that you guide and direct us. Give us wisdom. Help us as we continue to grow our relationship with you as well as with each other. And as we move closer to that time when we officially start a family together. We ask that you can you help us to be a beacon of light to those around us. We thank you for everything you do for us, for keeping us safe, for guiding us. Um, give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for today. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: amen.